What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? This is your boy Comedic Energy, and this is Dirty Mouth Radio. Dirty Mouth Radio, produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. We got a full house today, man. We got a few guests. I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves right now. Let's go around the room. You know, it's your girl, Golden. This is Prince, Comedic Science. Antoine, Comedic Science. Brother Kim, Comedic Science. Charday. It's your boy Cray New, man. <laughs> so we back at, at home again, right? Absolutely. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back at Comedic Science Institute. How's everybody doing? Perfect. All right, all right, all right. We've been right. waiting on you to come back. It's been so long, my feet hurt. Oh, uh, shoot. It's about Attorney to get been red. on a long road. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you back. Oh yeah, most definitely. Cray, did you did you want to kick off the icebreaker, or do you want to wait till another one to do it? Oh man, we could. Uh, oh man, we could just open it up. All right, all right, okay. So I was, you know, I was tripping the other day, thinking to myself out loud, which you know some people think is insane, but whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, I came up with this uh, this question, and it might be fairly easy for most people or some people, but not for but not not for most. All right, so the question is, can you ever truly say that you have loved someone or something if that love has never been tested? You want me to start off with that? Yeah, mm, Prince, yeah. my mm. back. Mm. <laughs> okay. Mm. Um, at the end of the day, if you don't love yourself, Oh, Prince, hold on one second. I know you about to go in, but I do got to add this. I got to let y'all know. This is a compound question. <laughs> so okay, okay. Whichever, whichever way you go, I'm going to probably have a question waiting for you. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead. So I think that you have to get to the context and, you know, define love the right way first and foremost. So in order to eliminate any issue, any problem, let's define the words the same way first. Okay? So for the most part, let's look at it like, you know, um, love is to inspire, to uplift, to encourage, to be in the best interest of. And there's a couple more we can put with that. Will we all agree that's what love is? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So at the end of the day, if you don't have no true love for yourself, then there's no way possible that you can love anybody around you. Mm. No Come way on. possible. Mm. So as it's with self. Okay. Okay. So as it relates to, or oh, somebody else wanted to say something. Nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm rolling okay. with okay. that. So as it relates to uh, intimacy, oh, I mean, it don't even gotta be intimate. It could be just upon uh, mother, father, daughter, son, grandma, uncle, whatever. Okay. So as it pertains to that type of relationship, in in, in particular, uh, if that love between you and that person, like you might love yourself, you know what I'm saying? Then you, you you meet this person for the first time in your life, whether you're a baby or whatever, you're an adult. You meet this first person, you meet this person. Is it love at first sight? Or is it something that you have to go through in order to identify and indicate that this was love? I well, first of all, I thought somebody else was gonna say something, but love has to be taught. You have to you have to experience that. You have to be taught that. So if you've never been taught how to love. You're not gonna know how to love somebody else. So, so you have to be mm-hmm. taught how to love. Okay. Right. I think that fall in line with what Prince said. You gotta start with yourself. Right. You start with yourself. Yeah. And yeah. you love yourself. It don't take. I don't. 
believe from my research that it takes a period of time for you to learn how to love somebody. If you love yes. yourself and you want to love somebody, you can love them in one day. Yeah. yeah. I believe that because that's just like if you had horrible relationships with your parents. But if you love yourself, that's going to show you how you want to love other people. Mm. I, 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 think, I still think it comes down to being taught as well. Because some people don't, I guess if you don't, if you're not taught, you don't know how to express it correctly. I agree with that because I can agree with that yeah, to a certain extent. The, the love for yourself, I, in, in my opinion, I feel like it's different when you have to love somebody else. Because when you're trying to love somebody else, and I guess when you go in that relationship with them, you have to deal with certain things as well because they are a different person and they're not you. So I think that's the part that has to be taught. But loving yourself is something I believe is just is 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 formed within you. But to reciprocate the love or to to receive the love from somebody else in that relationship, that part I I feel like it's taught, and it gets taught at a young age and just development. Right, I, I get that, mm-hmm. you know, and that is true. But yes. that's what we're basically saying, that you have to be taught how to love yourself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Learn how to love yeah. yourself. But see, the teachers don't know what love is, mm. so mm-hmm. how mm. can they teach you how to love yourself? Yeah, that's right. true. That is true. And, and like I said, you know, most people who come in the store, like we, I think we said this before, that most of the majority of the people think, them, think they love themselves because the TV has mm-hmm. showed them a form of love mm-hmm. or the mm-hmm. radio has showed them a form of love. And it's not no healthy form of love because if you truly loved yourself, it's no way possible that you will poison yourself on a daily basis and love yourself. And you can't, like at the end of the day, it's no way possible that you can love anybody else if you don't love yourself. That's including your babies. That's including your family. Yeah, yeah. This is why your family members will turn on you. How many friends have you had ever since you was in elementary school? Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't a true, healthy form of love. Mm-hmm. So once so, you identify that, then everything will get better at that point. Mm-hmm. It, no, should- but it starts with you. You are the, the main focal point of what happens, what transpires for the rest of your life. It's focusing on you first and everything else will fall in place. Uh, yes. I see what you're saying. Um, it should also be um, clearly defined. A lot of us think um, what love is oftentimes codependency. Mm-hmm. Um, what we think love is is all, uh, oftentimes it's, uh, it's an arrangement. Um, it's based on uh, things that have nothing to do um, with uh, the inner work, as Brother Prince was saying, if you don't love yourself, you can't love anyone else. Um, and I think there's this, the, there's this African proverb of be mindful of someone who offers you your, their shirt and they're naked. So um, folks will so show that they love you and they care more about you than they do themselves. Mm-hmm. That's something to be mindful of. Uh, oftentimes, that's, uh, that, those people will have ulterior motives. Wow. Yeah, wow. I like that. Yeah, that could go is. into a whole other topic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. I, I want to jump back for a second, back to what what you guys are like focused, uh, where where it's stemming from. So, the the premise is you have to be able to love yourself in order to love someone else, right? That's what everyone's kind of conclusive to. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So, with that being said, does that love for yourself have to be challenged? Is there a challenge? I'm trying to figure out 
and I want people to think about this. Is there a challenge that must occur at some point in time within your love, whether it's with yourself or with someone else? Does that challenge have to occur in order for you to actually be able to say with actionable evidence that you love someone or yourself or something? Does there have to be a challenge? Well, I wouldn't say it has to be a challenge, but the way the universe works, it will be a challenge. That's just like when you're dealing with people and your family and people you care about. You're going to have situations that's going to prove itself. Like, so do you love yourself enough? To tolerate something, do you love yourself yeah. enough to walk away from yeah, it? Walk you away. You that's where I'm trying to, to, that's where I'm trying to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so things like that. So I feel like, yeah, at any point, it's not a point of, of worrying about if it ever will be challenged or trying to make a situation so it can be challenged, but it will be eventually. So just be make sure you you love yourself enough to be ready for it. Yeah, because it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna like okay. I was just saying, I made a stat just now where I was saying, um, I'm so thankful my mom always taught me to make sure I can finance my life. That way I'm not staying in any situation for what somebody could do for me. Mm. And a lot of people know that, you know, don't love, not getting the love that they need in certain relationships, but if somebody's doing something for you, you'll stay. Or, you, you know, you, you're comfortable because, and like, some people are I don't have the means well. to. Yeah, some people are taught that. Yeah. And we go by, and we go by the language. The language is the, is the barrier. We talking about the word love. So we've been taught to use the word love, and really our actions don't reflect love. Right. Mm. And that's the issue. That's the mm. issue alone. You know, it's this, these words being thrown around frivolously, and it's not that. That's why certain men and certain women are capable to get away with. They never show no, you know, real love to anybody else, but they're, they're saying it all the time, and that's enough for other mm. people. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Yo, that's, that's big. Yeah. That's big because people do say that they love love stuff all the time. It, it it's become like a like a like a greeting. Like what's up, love? And I, and I feel like what you were tapping in on is that love is a verb, it's an action. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not just okay. <laughs> something you just throw around. You have to show people yeah. rather than tell them. Yeah. Everything is based off action. Action. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that we do on a daily basis, if you take the language away, if you want to know somebody's truth, just watch them long enough without yeah. no words being spoken. Right. That's why we say in Comedic Science Institute that if you cut our tongues out, you still know what we're doing for the community without a word spoken. Yeah. Wow. Because the language was given to you as a barrier to, mm-hmm. to, to confuse you. Manipulate to manipulate you is so many different definitions of the same words. Uh-huh. It's for a purpose to you know what I'm saying to make it harder for you to be able to overstand somebody else to be able to articulate. Uh-huh. Mm, indeed. So, if you had no tongue, how would you show that you love somebody? If you had no money, if you had nothing tangible to present to somebody, how would you show them that you love them? Mm. What is what is love? What is love? Some folks feel like love is um, a thing that's exchanged. Mm -hmm. Some folks feel like the highest form of love is preparing them to not need you. Mm. Wow. That's true. Damn. Love is love. You're right. right. Well, if if anybody in this room want to hand me $50,000, then I'll love you for that. (laughs) Mm. What? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Love is also just doing things... um, that you know is from your heart without nothing expected in return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Give without receiving. Yeah. 
That's some good points. That's some good points. So you would say um, that's unconditional love because there's no condition placed on it, correct? Well, that's a word again. Mm-hmm. Unconditional. Mm-hmm. Another mm-hmm. word. You so know, you're describing it. Right. Yeah. We're trying to, we get mixed uh, up in the terms of the words. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. You either, it's, either you love me or mm-hmm. you don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> indeed. indeed. Kind of like African American, you know, just in my one throw it out there. Yeah. We're born American, why we gotta be specified African I just yeah. I just said that the other day. I was like, why are they called European Americans if we gotta be African Americans? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's I think partly that's on us. We should call them European Americans. Mm-hmm. We should call them. We 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 should call them that. A lot of things that we, we're allowing we're, we're, you know what I'm <laughs> look, one of the one of the thing one of the things that we make a habit of doing at a Comedic Science Institute is renaming, renaming whatever we want to is identifying ourselves, and if we feel like renaming something, we do it. Um, the rules are the, that other folks or other entities or other demographics they label certain things. So I was like, shit, why not we? Why not we do it? Yeah, our own yeah. labels that benefit us more. Indeed, yeah. things that empower us, mm-hmm. things that like in, 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 empower mm-hmm. us, or just you know I'm saying just separate us, mm-hmm. or something that like we're behind that nobody's mm-hmm. that uh, no no one has control of but us. We we rename shit all the time. Yeah. You know that's, <laughs> that's a, and that's a revolutionary act mm-hmm. because if you know that you was given the language, and, you know, and the language is part of your enslavement, then it's a problem for them when you change it around. Mm-hmm. Oh, it bothers them. Mm-hmm. It bothers right. Because they gave you this language, they say, look, pretty for the yeah. most part, oh, you going to change what we gave you? So right. you're basically you freeing yourself of change. Yes. Right. Yeah. Now it becomes unorthodox. Right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Now you're a rebel. Mm. <laughs> 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 like Dirty Mop Ready. Oh, rebel. <laughs> 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 the rebel's insane. <laughs> I think that was a good icebreaker, man. That was that was really good, man. Let's get to the nitty gritty then. Well, what we want to touch on today, we want to get more into the context like we always do with Comedic, mm-hmm. is getting to the context of the issues that we really have in the community and which are the ones that, you know, nobody want to address. Mm-hmm. The ones that make you feel uncomfortable. And a lot of times being uncomfortable is going to be the best thing for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you oh, comfortable yeah. all the time, that is deadly. Right. Yes. Yeah. It is deadly to be comfortable. So we want to touch on this um, psychological warfare, this spiritual warfare, and, you know, we can go from that point, you know, because I think that's the umbrella for all the issues that we have is this psychological torment that we've been through as people, and we continue to to this day. Yes, I've been waiting on this psychological uh, warfare speech, man, because I'm going through it psychologically, man. They calling me crazy, man. They calling me crazy. Oh. Mm. Hey, check it out. Check it out. Crazy is a five-letter word. Crazy is a five-letter word for thoughts and ideas that are too complex for little minds. Just keep that in mind. Ooh. Just keep that in mind. That's, all, that's all crazy I'm is. complex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They don't understand it. <laughs> you fan, bro. I appreciate you being on this show right there. <laughs> Man. Uh, but nah, go ahead, Prince. Get into it, dog. Get well, into it, big dog. First, I would like to give thanks to uh, a few of the speakers that has came, has come to, you know, comedic science and dropped some jewels that, you know, help us analyze the situation that we're in. And one of them is the late, great, you know, Dr. Africa, mm-hmm. that uh, rest in power with him. He's a psychologist, so he dropped a lot of jewels at the science that we are using today to help analyze this world so the babies will have a better reality. Um, Ross Ben came through 
and he blessed the store. Powerful. Um, it was a, it's a couple other people that came through. Um, Brother Carson? Brother Billy Carson that came through. Amazing. Oh, well, for, for Ben Nodders, right? Like, right. Yeah. Amazing brother came through. Oh, man. So with that being said, let's look at it far as, you know, the top, like the context of everything. And war is not fought anymore through weapons as far as, like, you know, ammunitions and guns and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's fought with, you know, the assault on your mind. Fine. <laughs> and yeah. once they come for your mind, then everything else falls under that. So if you look at it like, um, if they've been studying our minds for a long time now, everything that we do on a daily basis is we do because they want us to do. They dress us the way they want us to, you know, whatever they want us to wear, and that's what we wear, whatever they want us to eat, that's what we're going to eat. So this is the reason, this is supreme psychology Psychological warfare is when you sit down at a table every day and you eat poison and you say, this is really yummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is really good. Mm-hmm. That's supreme psychological warfare, okay? Supreme psychological right warfare is when you will kill yourself, and if you will kill yourself, then you will kill other people around you unconsciously. Including your offspring, mm. okay. Especially so it's, your offspring. Well, the offspring is the future, mm. and so this is what the store is derived for. It's derived for saving babies, and that's mm. the context. Like people, you know, for the most part, they're talking about economics, they're talking about business. But at the end of the day, the people who rule us on a daily basis, they know the future is in the hands of the babies. Yeah. So this is why. If you don't get your mind set straight, you don't get your mind right, then you're going to give the baby's detriment to mm-hmm. destroy the world. Pass it on. Mm-hmm. So if you want a prosperous world and you want this world to be a better place, then you have to use the babies as the paintbrushes and create a new world with them. Right. So with that being said, you have to understand the fact that your mind is not yours. Somebody has hijacked your mind, and every day what you do, you are performing and, 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 and pretty much acting out what they want you to do on a daily basis. You like, like, like programming. Your pro, well, definitely under program. Um, spell, wake up, spells. Wake up every morning with a valid effort to pack yourself with poison. Mm. Show your babies how to pack themselves with poison and show their babies how to pack themselves with poison, repetitive cycle over and over again. And then you go out and you destroy the planet. You destroyed, you know. Damn. That's, that's something yeah. that we do yeah. on a daily basis, but we Sound don't like know. Sound like a movie. <laughs> yeah. Un- unconsciously, we don't know it. We do it with a smile on our face, mm-hmm. and we love it. So mm. supreme psychological warfare is making you enjoy destroying yourself and destroying your babies and destroying the planet. Okay, so my bad, bro. So, okay, so at these... At these uh, at this event, is it an event or a seminar? What what exactly is the um the 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 uh, the, um, the activity that you guys hold? It's at the shop. It's a it's a daily routine. I'm about to say it's daily yeah, for them. This, okay. this, this isn't like a show for any kind of muse or any stardom. This right. is all for constant battle. Like um, Brother Prince always says, we're working part time on a full time enemy, so we don't okay. take no breaks. So at the so at so every day. 
are you how do you guys how are you guys teaching individuals you know where exactly to start like i know you're saying you start with the baby and we had this conversation on the last episode a little bit i think we touched over a little bit but how with the children do you maneuver through all all the uh all the waves i guess you would call them because there's so many different types of waves and angles that they hit in us you know what i'm saying recognizing what love is Okay. Recognizing what healthy, what a healthy form of love is, because when you recognize what a healthy form of love is, then you're gonna study yourself. So once mm. you study yourself, then you're gonna realize that you've been poisoning yourself. And then when you've realized that you've been poisoning yourself, then you say, "Well, who put this stuff in front of me? Who put this mm. stuff in my food? Who put this? Why are they trying to put this stuff inside my body right. that is not beneficial to me?" So mm. that's where it starts from that point when you understand what love is, then you're going to go down this rabbit hole of trying to figure out more about yourself and why do I function this way. And so then you start teaching others. Yeah. Then you, right, you can't teach nobody else unless you're on this journey of loving yourself. It's no way possible. As you see in history, listen, you shouldn't worry about nothing else on this planet until you worry about yourself first. Hey. Don't worry about no economics because your body is economics. Mm-hmm. So you, sh- you shouldn't worry about anything on this planet until you get yourself together first and find out what a true healthy form of love is for yourself. Then you can move forward. That's the basis for everything on this planet is realizing that you've never loved yourself. Mm. Mm. Ever. And then mm. the reflection of that shows on your babies. Mm. They watch everything you do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And repeat and repeat everything you say. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Right. So they don't they don't yeah. you know, they don't have to do nothing. I mean they freed you because now they rely on you to destroy yourself. They don't have to really kill your babies even though they do it sometimes because they rely on you to do that for them. So we're we're just pretty much taking on, you know, what they want us to do every on a daily basis to destroy ourselves and, like I said, to destroy our babies. It starts with just identifying, like, like I said, the love for ourselves. That's the basis mm-hmm. for everything. I know I keep going back into that, so, but it's, it's very, it's very important. Yeah. So I'm trying to now. Now you got me thinking. What what is the root of it? Because they're destroying themselves too. Is the root of it money? No, you. I think it's just. Power. I think it's power. just mental dominance. That's power. what I feel like. Power. Through I energy. feel like it's just. My bad. What? Oh, no, I'm sorry, man. You good? Oh, I, I just feel like it's just about control because, like, rich people, they don't. I mean, you can't blame it all on the rich people, but I mean, they the ones that's manipulating everything. They got bread. They got money. They don't. At, at some point in time, they don't even care about money no more. No more. They're not working for money. They just working to put themselves and their generations after them in a situation where they can manipulate and steer the world the way they want it to go. But like you, know you just said, I that's that's I think, power. I think it, it's it like is. a video. It truly is power. It's power. It's never uh, been about money. Yeah. It's it's never been about money it, because the people who really at the top of the hierarchy who rule us, it's never been about mm-hmm. money. That's why it's about energy because if you control people's minds, then the people going to bring them whatever they want. <clears throat> so it's really, and that's what the money sign is all about. If you look uh-huh. at the money sign and turn it sideways, that's the current, that's the energy that, you know what I'm saying, that they're using of ours. That's why they call it current. That's why they call that's it right. currency. It's, it's huh. never uh. been about this paper that has no value. Uh. It's about controlling human beings because when you control the human beings, 
It's a wrap. Then the human being is going to do whatever. Just like, that's, this is the reason that we kill each other on a daily basis, mm-hmm. because that's what they want us to do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not about the, you know what I'm saying, the materials. We are the gold bars. We are mm-hmm. the Maseratis. We yep. are the yep. jet planes and spaceships. Mm-hmm. That's us. But they took that value out of us and put it in the materials. And that's the game. And, like, one, what's one step above money? Power. I just don't see anything else above that, you know? You I got the, like, money, the money becomes irrelevant when you have the power. That's, mm. that's kind of how I just... And Sometimes I think it's... Power. Yeah. It's an addiction mm-hmm. for, yeah. for the power. They will never give it up because yeah. they're addicted to the power. Mm-hmm. I'd like to add there's also um, some self-preservation going on. Um, okay. I'm a huge fan of my boo thing, uh, Dr. Francis Cress Wilson. Oh, yeah. Rising Power. Yes, yes, yes. Um, Absolutely. Oh, man. Uh, Sister Francis uh, speaks on self-preservation of, uh, of, the, of the European, of us in this country being 13 14% of this country. But in the world, Europeans are 13 14%. So we're talking about the entire globe. So if just on a subconscious level, if you know that you are a minority, then you have to take steps to preserve yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And those steps, um, shoot, uh, oftentimes you don't even think about it. If you think about uh, taking care of yourself uh, just on an individual level, shit, if we're riding in our cars and a squirrel jumps out in front of us, that squirrel is done. Mm-hmm. And we don't even yeah. think about it. Yeah. So we have to bear witness to the fact that this is how we are engaged. Shit, it's not even personal. It's, it's, either, mm-hmm. me, it's either me or it's you. Yeah. Yeah. And what, by yeah. whatever means to ensure my survival, uh, the generations uh, after my survival, whatever means there are that I have to take, then that's what we're going to do. That's what mm-hmm. we're that's what we're up against. It's not um, it's not going to be any convincing or changing any mind or praying anything away or voting anything away marching or marching anything so, away. So, yeah. brother, you, the, just for the listeners, what he is saying is basically we are up against people who are still trying to survive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they will yes. kill yeah. your ass. Yes. Yes. Yeah. They're, they're the endangered species, not yeah. us. Right. Yeah. They're becoming extinct. Let it be yeah. known. And it's a science. They the ones. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's a science to it. <laughs> the, the ill thing is that they've studied our sciences about everything that we are. So to better be able to um, to, be, to better be able to maneuver and shoot out with us. Yeah. And, and and out with us. They've been studying us, but we haven't studied shit. We study entertainment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, until we start looking at that um, and really what that's going to do to allude back to, um, to to move on back to what the prince says, when you have a, a, a sense of self-love, then you'll be able to walk away from that. Um, when you have a sense of self-love, then you'll be able to admit that for the most part, like uh, Dr. Layla Africa said, Layla Africa said, we're out of our minds. Mm-hmm. But we have to admit it first. If we don't admit it, we're going to continue doing the same shit. Right. You have to identify the sickness before you can get rid of the sickness. Indeed. And and, Mm -hmm. and if our minds are not ours, then we're going to teach our babies the wrong. And here's the thing. Here's an example. So it's very easy for us to teach our, our, our teenagers and our kids, you know, things about a car, how to change the oil on the car. You know, how you go to Auto Build and you keep your vehicle clean. You know, you're saying you and all those things like that. It really don't matter because then we forget about ourselves. It's mechanics that know how to to break a car down and put it back together, but he don't know nothing about himself. Yeah, he don't know anything about his body. Those that's the problem. That's the key because we've been taught to worry about the wrong things. 
they took the value, mm. you know what I'm saying? Out, and put it outside of us. They put it outside of us. So now we feel like, shit, I got this Maserati. I'm sick I'm as valuable. hell. I'm uh, yeah, I'm but sick. I'm yeah, 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 but I'm valuable though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm sick, mm-hmm. but I got these gold chains on mm-hmm. and I got the mansion. Mm-hmm. You know? That's the basis for all that. Like, look. You have to know your body better than anybody on this planet. Yeah. It's no excuse. It's pathetic for you to go to another human being and ask them about your body. Who's practicing, by the way. Right. Who's practicing, you know, on you. So I that's... Be, I supposed to be franchise player. Y'all here talking about practice. <laughs> <laughs> I've been in school for eight years to practice on you. And, and, oh, wow. and that's equivalent to, if you look at it like this, you drive your vehicle all day long. And then you get home and you go to your neighbor's house and you ask your neighbor what's wrong with your car. That's equivalent to what you do when you go to the doctor. Hey, what's wrong yes. with me? Well, shoot, let me look at you. Tell me what's let going me, on. Right, right. Matter of fact, and then what the doctor said, what the doctor said, listen, he said, I can make up anything. I'm going to make up something, you know what I'm saying, because you don't know. And I'm going to make up something, you know, so I can feed my babies and you're going to pay me. Take this and call me a couple of Right, and then I'm going to kill you later. I'm going to, you know, slowly but surely, you know what I'm saying, give you something that's going to kill you anyway. Drug dealers. They drug dealers out here. legal drugs. That's true. That's true. I'd like I'd like to add that what we're talking about, um, this is something that's rarely ever put on the table. Um, What we're dealing with is not something that's monolithic. Mm -hmm. And when I say something that's not monolithic, um, the brothers and the sisters are going through the same shit. Somebody's not going through it worse or better. Somebody's not less responsible for what we're going through or more responsible. We're both going through the same thing. Might just be a little different. Mm -hmm. It is our it is our responsibility. It's our responsibility. It's not the man's responsibility. It's not the sister's responsibility. It is our responsibility. I just wanted to, I just wanted to put that out there because a lot of oftentimes there's pressure put on one of the genders. You know what I'm saying? We get we get yeah. into this yeah, man yeah, versus yeah. woman yeah. shit, and all it is all it is is just yeah. a circular movement. Um, I think who was that? Sister Frances Crest Wessel. Mm-hmm. She said, "Going around in circle, oftentimes, only thing that means is you, you're not going anywhere." Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to, mm-hmm. I just wanted to, I wanted to put that out there. Like we all have responsibility in this, and it's not something to be weighed on just one of us. And it's not just the men and the women. It's the the youth, the elders, um, the folks are. Um, it's not just the artists or the folks who are quote unquote conservative. It's not just um, the, the the working class or the elite. It is everybody's responsibility. If you have melanin in your body to switch things up, to change the narrative, to, con- uh, to, to, to change the paradigm, to control the narrative, it is everyone's responsibility. Mm-hmm. All right, boom, mm. that's it. So let me ask you this, because we, we, we're talking about uh, the queen, Frances mm-hmm. Quest Wells, and she mm-hmm. talked a lot about cognitive dis- dissonance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and Amos Wilson. Yeah. yeah. yeah say, it, say, it, <laughs> say it again. Say it, say it again, Comedic. Cognitive dissonance. Cognitive dissonance. Yeah. So, and this is for everybody at the table. Define cognitive dissonance and how, how should I ask this question? For people that don't know, where should they start with that? Anybody at the table? Well, first detox, what you've been taught in the first place. Mm-hmm. So basically... Um, well, well, well. First, what is cognitive dissonance? Like, what is? I was mean? see. I was gonna. I was at first. I was gonna have us define it, but it made me think that listeners got to do some homework. 
Mm. So do your homework on it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> well, and people, we can go I ahead. Well, you got to do the homework as well. That way you get more involved. Well, I'm exactly. trying to keep up with the conversation, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say, brother I'll, a clue or something. I'll say this. I'll say this little bit, and I'll kind of paraphrase. Cognitive dissonance oftentimes is having two thoughts in your head, mm-hmm. and okay. and one of them is contradicting. One of okay. one of them is contradicting. Uh, contradicting. And I will say this. I want everybody in here to think about the times when they knew. I don't think anybody in here know didn't know when they was bullshitting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there's anybody in this room from the time you 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 learn that when you cry, somebody picks you up that you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's just whether or not you want to take you want to be accountable for it. Yeah. Um, cognitive dissonance plays into the kind of plays into that. It's like something that you know. It's like, okay, well, I'm a front like I don't know. Because once you know, once you know something, what we do here at Kinetic Science Institute, we don't just, we don't just talk about the stuff that we read or we absorb. We walk it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not some easy shit. It's not, it's not easy. That's a whole nother level. It's a whole, you know, for you to be knowledgeable is one thing. Mm-hmm. But a whole nother level is you to apply that knowledge to mm-hmm. make your circumstances better. That's a whole nother level. Shit, for you to say, I know. I know. Like, no, think about when, you're, when, when, you're, when we were children. <laughs> if you told your mom, you, your parents, that you knew something, and you acted like you didn't know, there were consequences. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you knew. Yeah. Or, shoot, when we were adults, we might get into something, get caught up in something, or be around some folks, and we get jammed up. Mm-hmm. And our folks are, damn, man, I knew that. Like, well, shit, why come you didn't say anything? Yeah. <laughs> That's true. All right, let me back away from that. <laughs> accountability. <laughs> At the end of the day, KSI is all about accountability. Yeah. People are comfortable. Mm-hmm. People right. are comfortable That's the thing. of being in that position, and they don't want to do anything. They found their little, quote-unquote, little safe place. Mm. Right, their little safe place. And then somebody yeah. presents something different, you know, and they don't want to do anything about it. They, they yeah, are comfortable. Yeah, yeah. They are comfortable in that position. It's, it's too much work. And it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it's scary hard, for you to deviate from what, what you've been, been doing taught, and, yeah. and from, and from what everything. And then everybody around know. you was looking at you because they with the program, as you would say, and you trying to be different from the program. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's kind of like you. your mind's like this. Like, man, I've been doing this for I don't know how long. It's been working for me. Why would I switch now? You know what I'm saying? It's like I've been believing in Christianity since I was born. Oh, you know, what's the point to convert into Muslim or so check, Buddhism so or check me out. not believing so in anything at all? Ahead, so know? check it out. Go ahead, I'm glad we're on the same page, brother. I was just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I felt that transition coming. So, if that's the case, then we talk about the masses. Mm-hmm. And the masses are doing things because it's comfortable, because it's right. comfortable, because it's easier. Yeah. Doesn't there doesn't doesn't all good Christians, good book teach that the path of the righteous is straight and narrow? Mm. Uh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So if that's the case, then doesn't it seem contradictory to be doing everything everyone else is doing? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And feel comfortable doing it? Well, yeah. well, if you're studying. Christianity, you know that you can't be of this world. You gotta be doing. Well, know. that's what it says. Yeah, right. But they do the very thing because it's, it's hard to do. And it's hard. It's comfortable. And, and we flesh. And wasn't brother? <laughs> and wasn't brother Yeshua a rebel? Yes. 
Yes. Mm. Yeshua was a rebel. Yeshua was a rebel. He was the straight and narrow, the righteous. So, so mm-hmm. I'm back with because right. <laughs> <laughs> we could go on that. But back to what Comedic was asking. Uh, Comedic, you asked, where do people start with cognitive dissonancing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, 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 brother Prince, you was about to you was about to go ham on that question. Mm. Well, <laughs> Sorry about that, Brother Prince. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, bro. You pretty much, you know what I'm saying, cover what I was going to say also. Okay. Um, just, just basically not knowing, you know, wanting to uh, be responsible. Um, it's, a, you know, being presented with new information and you cool with the old information, even though, you know, the new information is more beneficial to you. But um, you rather, you know, just stay with the old information. That, you know, he pretty much, Brother Kim covered that, you know. Yeah. Uh, he did. Covered the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he covered, he covered that. Definitely did. Okay. So switching gears, let's go back to the store. So this isn't the first episode we had at Comedic Science. So I'm going to ask you guys, what has changed from the last episode to now, specifically dealing with the store? Oh, he got to try now. Oh, right now. Got a real All right now. All right now. Okay. 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 Yeah. For real? I must say for myself that is that is pretty amazing (laughs) (laughs) and of course we've been you know studying and reading more so we definitely have more you know information also to present Um, okay that's good that's good dog Definitely. <laughs> Shoot, I would say I would say out outside of the store, um, uh-huh. what has changed? It's been um, I won't call anything that's been going on. Uh, I won't uh, uh, attach anything uh, as being unwell. I call what's going on, what's been the recent events, as a, a paradigm shift. And during this paradigm shift, I've noticed that a lot of folks who have been struggling. With their cognitive dissonance, it has cleared up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, folks have been, our folks, shit, let me be uh, specific. Our folks are um, moving towards practicing more nepotism. Mm-hmm. Our folks have been moving more towards um, the truth, not just surface truth, but a deep truth. Our folks have been uh, more open, o- open to uh, getting their, their minds right and, and uh, leaning into mental health. Our folks have been wanting to get their bodies right. And since we've been rocking for like damn near four years, and since this whole paradigm shift has limited people's movement. So folks were like, Mm -hmm. shoot, I would look outside of the city. I would look outside of the country. Shit, what do we have in Charlotte? Guess who they got? (laughs) Right. And then, you know, for the most part, people from the last time y'all came in, um, People realized that we're not, we wasn't a pop-up shop and capitalizing off people's sickness, you know, saying during mm-hmm. this COVID. They yeah. knew we'd been here the whole time saying, you know, saying the, whole, the same thing. Mm-hmm. We've been going hard the whole time. So the people came out, you know, and more people show support because they understand that, look, this is what it's all about. We've been here mm-hmm. screaming the same stuff. So more people are waking up and showing the love, and it gives us hope. You know, it, it makes us feel a lot better when mm. people are, they, they have more of a concern for themselves now. 
So that's yeah. how you change, you know what I'm saying, circumstances. Like, you know, we said, you know, having more of an uh, interest in yourself. Um, you know, and to get off, you know, subject real fast, when you have an interest in yourself, and, and, and let me say this, the war is really against our own people. So the people who look like you are going to be the ones that come to destroy you. So once you identify that and you take an interest in yourself, then we can get past that first hurdle of, you know, fighting our own people. Before we can even get to the to the main battle, we have to get past our people first, the people who look like, mm. you know what I'm saying, you and I. And that's what I've learned the most in the store. You know, it's going to be the people who look just like you. And these people who look just like you are working their mindset has been hijacked from the rulers and they work in the best interest for the people who rule us and they don't even know mm. that. And it right damn so basically the enemy surrounds themselves with our uh uh comrades supreme <laughs> psychological warfare extent. is taking your people and turning them against each other against you mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know they don't have to do anything all they do is rely on us to kill ourselves. And that's what we do. And, like, for the most you, part, some don't even know it. They do it unconsciously, the same way that a parent would feed a baby candy, not knowing that that candy is poison. Do you believe that our people, that our people will ever uni- universally, like, come to a cognitive, like, you know, understanding understand and, yeah, and, and actually try to fight against this? This situation, or, or, or band together, and, 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 and uh, you know, meet in arms and, and, and with and with hands against we, these situations and scenarios. Do you think it's possible? Now. Right, well, to say gonna so, do slowly but surely. I think it's 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 kind of crazy because I don't know if it was um, Hitler or if it was um, Herbert Hoover. He said the biggest fear is Negro unity. I think that that right there it speaks volumes. So that already tells you they know what the biggest fear is. They know what they fear and they know what we need to do. That that kind of like lays the blueprint for what we need to do. That 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 cognitive understanding right there is the biggest fear that they have. And they'll try anything in their power to keep that from happening. And right. the fact that they've been researching us more than we've been researching ourselves. Yes. You know, yeah. they need to are ready for that. Yeah. They ready. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So y'all so y'all saying y'all don't think it's possible for us to ever, you know, no, see, win? We, you know, we don't, <laughs> what we do, we do what we have to do on a daily basis. We don't worry about, you know, okay, so what if? If we have the, look, if our heart is beating every morning, we're going to get up and we're going to do what we have to do. Mm-hmm. Without, you know what I'm saying, second guessing it. Mm-hmm. But like, what we're doing today is for the next generation. Mm-hmm. If we may not change these circumstances this lifetime, but I guarantee you we're going to drop, you know what I'm saying, the light bulb in the mind of a, a child that continue, you know what I'm saying, this, you know, passes this torch on to their, you know what I'm saying, their kids and keep this going. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too deep for us right now. To you know, okay. to make that determination, but we're going to continue to try. We can't give up. Yeah, we yeah. you know that's not even an option. Mm-hmm. You know, we have, for the most part, put our lives on the line, 
and that's what we're supposed to do because we are warriors by nature. Mm. And if you understand that you're a warrior by nature, then you have to do anything that's needed, any any by any means necessary, for these babies. And mm -hmm. as y'all know that. Comedic Science Institute, like I said, is derived to save babies. So if you're not mm. willing to give your life to protect the babies, then you're out of your natural state mm. as a human. Mm. Mm. That's real. So if you want to worry about this vehicle and how many women you got and how many cars and how much material you got and you forgot about the next generation, that is necessary. Mm. That's necessary. I, I call it hip-hop. That's what that's what I call it, hip hop. We didn't forget about like, like in the mute, like in the mute, and, and it's so crazy because like the music industry and the movies and all that stuff, it's so powerful right now, man. It's like, Freaking it's like they just plug, it's like they just plug in damn sockets into our head and just like, the new world spells. order was you know bringing um, radios and bringing. When we think technology is for us, when technology is created, it's for the best interest of them. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's never, yeah. you know what I'm saying, for you. They have about 20 so years before they give it to us. You know, right. TV, yeah. TVs exactly. were for a purpose to keep us controlled. Control Radios were you know, gave, given to us for a purpose of control. And people don't understand. If you look a little bit deeper, the, and that goes into the frequencies and mm -hmm. the megahertz. And this is another thing that we study also uh, in comedic is somatics. Mm -hmm. Understanding yep. yeah. that the music that you listen to on oh, a daily yeah. basis is more detrimental, almost just as detrimental than anything else. Because right. if you go into the spiritual aspect of it real fast, that it's, you know, it emotionalizes you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it opens you up. And, you know, it takes away your common sense, your analytical thinking. Um, right. All that stuff has been severed. That's why you have people going back and forth, you know, and not really even thinking it. Because you you know that thinking process, that analytical thinking has been severed from you. So right, then you're right. making a decision just like that. Right. And it's yeah. I don't think yeah. Spiritual yeah, no, warfare. I don't. Go ahead, brother. That's and, and it's a part of spiritual warfare. You know, mm -hmm. uh, spiritual warfare is um, that's a part of like you know your vessel has been taken over by foreign entities that control your body <laughs> for the best interest. Of Heck someone yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. That's, Bro, that's it, I mean, it, it's like, I mean, like, and people, I don't think people really understand. I I, pre I, I talked about this all the time because I'm a musician and I'm an artist and all that stuff. So I know how music works on a more scientific level, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I've actually studied the theory and stuff behind it. Talk people don't it. understand. People don't understand how mathematical music is and how scientific music really is. They just think it's a bunch of sounds arranged in a certain way. Sounds can control certain things in your body exactly. at certain frequencies and at certain levels because sound is vibration and everything around you operates off of energy, which energy itself is vibration, which vibrations come from all different types of, uh, of, of, um, of areas. You know, waves are vibrations. You got radiation. That's a vibration. And all these things come from external places outside of, outside of this planet. You know what I'm saying? So when you can manipulate those vibrations and control certain strands of people's thinking and stuff like that, that's when it gets real critical. And people don't understand that the music that they're pumping out here, like with these real uh, minor key tones and stuff like that, the you know, ma tone. major tones, mm -hmm. 
the right. frequency tones. Exactly. Minor, major, majors usually tend to be more happy and staccato mm-hmm. and all of that, you know. And minor tones usually are the more darker no tones of sound. You know, yeah. So, so, so what the what folks don't bear witness to, and I talked to a, a brother in Augusta about this. And pardon me for interrupting you, family. No, you good, bro. Um, Hip hop is a beautiful vehicle. I want to say that um, the music that's super popular now mm-hmm. is, and I want I want folks to bear witness, and I want y'all to hear this and understand this. What's got the young folks and what's making it so influential right now? We're listening to a bunch of warrior music. Mm. This is warrior music that we're listening to. Mm-hmm. It has its place. It's just we have not bred the warriors correctly. Mm. We have not bred and cultivated and gave the warriors purpose. Mm. The powers that be know this. And mm-hmm. shit, real talk, we know this. That's why we have like knee jerk. We have like these knee jerk reactions to when folks talk about um, the younger folks and the older folks. I'm one of the. Mm. I'm a creative myself, so. When I hear folks my age talk about what the younger folks listen to, I'm like, yo, man, I'm sh- I used to listen to Two Live Crew as well, uh-huh. but, uh-huh. Al- but also Two Live and Crew and Public Enemy were on tour together. So there was a balance. Um, yeah. And um, it was also up to me what I put in and, and what, I chose to, what I chose to rock with. Um, so a lot mm-hmm. of this is also our responsibility. We can talk about true, true, true. Look, we can talk about the powers that be, but they wouldn't be doing the work that they're doing unless they didn't know that we're powerful. Yeah. We can switch all of this shit in the blink of an eye. Yeah. We yep. can switch it all in the blink of an eye. Yep. Yep. Like yes, look, man, look, by the what is it? What is it? Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Wednesday? By Saturday, we can have everything shut down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just by just by switching it just a little. And that's just the shit that we like to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's just the stuff that we like to do. We can start controlling the narrative of things that we just like to do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. And folks not bad, you know, folks didn't pass down the history of hip hop culture, um, yeah. the 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 meaning of it, how it changed, like gang culture, mm-hmm. um, how you know, saying how the rhythms were were important, how how it informed a, a whole bunch of stuff, how it was science to it, and mm. real talk, how it has a feminine aspect. Mm. How it has a feminine aspect. The feminine aspect of hip hop culture is taking something from nothing and creating something. Yeah. And a lot of us mm. don't bear witness, don't bear witness to that. But you know what I'm saying? It's 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 deep, but it's not really that deep. It's like shit, it's like right in front of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's like it's yeah. like right in front of you. And all you just gotta do is just stop. Just stop just for a quick mm-hmm. second, like, oh bam, that's what it is. Yeah. And use it and take it back. Mm-hmm. Take it back. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Look, take it, take it back. Take it back like you take back, you know. Uh, um, going to a restaurant and getting your food and saying wrong, and you get mad about it. Take it back like that. Right. Take it back. Take it back like right. going and standing in line for a pair of shoes or or something or something like that. Take it back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Take take it yeah. back like take it back like I'm saying feeding into these uh, um these images uh these beauty standards that are not ours and you plug into them yeah. with heavy hands. Take that shit back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, these beauty standards have got ridiculous. God dang. Take it back. Okay, and you understand a lot of... Oh, the, the, the ill thing is uh, oftentimes it's free choices. Uh, sometimes, oftentimes nobody's putting a gun to our head and making us do shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that, that comes they, from they, <laughs> 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 
And it also comes from the other thing that y'all talking about, the programming, what we're being programmed, what we're being fed, what we're being taught. Sounds. So you combine that, not loving yourself, you programming, and then the sound frequency The sound frequencies that open you up. Because once they play these certain sounds that open you up, then you pretty much going to do whatever the music say, dude. That's the same way, like, you know, you have this Indian man who sits Indian style and plays this flute, and then this king cobra comes out the yeah, basket. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, when this, yeah. when this bat, then this snake comes out the basket, he's able to kiss this snake, the most dangerous snake in the mouth, and uh-huh. pat it on the head because the snake was seduced through the sounds. Uh-huh. So now yeah. you put that to the people that are seduced. How do you get mm-hmm. the gods and the goddesses to get to their knees and beg every day? Mm-hmm. Through the music that mm-hmm. they listen to. Right. So it's. I think it's funny. Yeah. It's it's the Pied Piper. <laughs> it's coincidental because we we have these history segments, and we did an episode called Music and Medicine, where we correlated music with actually healing the body, and we talked about how uh, back in the day they had uh, a lute. Mm-hmm. And how a loop plucking the different strings mm-hmm. will, will react with the different fluids in the body. Mm-hmm. It was just, I, I, I still That's think it's just, the yeah, they, they it's, it's mind blowing. Yeah. Head mm-hmm. to toe and yeah. heal the whole body. Exactly. So if you know mm-hmm. that you can heal the body through the heart, then just think about what they're doing to you because they always do the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so now they're playing the music heart. to make you sick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And I was a sideways heart. That's all it is. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. But his mind, yeah. <laughs> I think it's wild, man. Oh, yeah, goodness. those are those ideas are all crazy. Yeah. Um, I did want to go back to the beginning of this conversation. Um, I forget, I forget who said it, but uh, we were talking about uh, what was it? Uh, it was it was something along the lines of um, roles or something like that. I forget. I I wanted to ask a question. Does anybody at this table believe that the man? And a woman should have roles. Do you do you do you believe in masculine and feminine roles? First of all, we're a duality. Yeah. First of all, we are one. Okay. So everything that's uh, going on that you see is bearing witness to just the, us, them dividing us from that one. That's why everything going on, you have women over here with the feminism, men over here with the brothers coalitions. Everything going on is bringing light and entertaining everybody in the sense of keeping us separated because they know together we are one. And they know that our power is the greatest when we are one. Oh, I like where this conversation is going. Indeed, and let's let's let's, let's start talking about families. If we're talking about what the roles are, what what is the purpose of a family? What's the what's the purpose okay. of what's the purpose of a family? Um, folks haven't even gotten that down yet, and they want to get into what are the roles of a man and a woman. Yeah. Ask ask people what mm. what what's the purpose of their family or what their relationship is. What does a tribe do? Yeah. What does a tribe do? They right, and like y'all say, they have no idea. They don't even know what the child is. The child, they have the kids because they're so cute. Mm. Mm. So they're not overstanding that babies need to be born for revolutionary purposes. Damn. You. <laughs> so, so basically, so basically, folks are having children as possessions or accessories. Yeah, I was yeah. And say using that, yeah. them as such. But, yeah. but then, what's what's a man a man's uh, uh, what's a man's duties and what's a woman's duties? Yeah. <laughs> to do any and everything necessary to sustain that tribe. That's right. If I have to that's go out there and wash the dishes and she have to cut the grass, then that's what we do. We're mm-hmm. going to join together and we're going to do what's necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Y'all, y'all hear that out there? Oh, I, oh, I hope it's hundreds and thousands of people listening. <laughs> Wait, I keep, I keep checking. I'm like, dang, y'all need to be on it. <laughs> that is important. That is important. And you know, I think like that, but you never really hear anybody like execute on it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Like, well, I, well bro, brother, I will, I, I will say this. It's more so. It's more going on than not. It's just what's been publicized. It's what's been, it's what's been publicized, and the and the boneheads are making a lot of noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's what what's going what should be going on is going on. It's just folks don't give that light. Yep. But we do. But we do. And, and, right. and we would like to say this also. We give thanks to all the goddesses that are standing up. You know what I'm saying? And they riding with us, and they understand that it's not a gender warfare. Nope. And right. you know, right. we're gonna right. do our part to protect the goddesses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Also. That's our job. So like I said, we are born warriors. So we can't allow them to put this wedge in between us. That's what they want to happen. So we have to be smart enough and wise enough to understand that, listen, that's part of the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. that's checkmate. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's checkmate because, you know, genocide is real. Genocide is us against each other. It's Mm -hmm. it's the woman against the man. That's us right right now. See, most people don't realize that. They think genocide is far-fetched, but genocide is today. It's been happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's today. It's right now as yeah. we speak. Mm-hmm. But you yours. have so much stuff your mind has been bombarded with on a daily basis. You have your job. You know what I'm saying? You have this music that's being played. And you're riding with the music on all day. You have all these issues and problems. You have stress. You can't even get a good thought out your mind. Right. Right. And don't want to. I'd you like know, to. That, that's some people. I'd like to also I'm, add that protection also looks like saying you dead ass wrong for that. That's correct. If I love you, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna hold you accountable. Right. If, if you was my yeah, best yeah. friend yeah. and I know you was engaging in behaviors that was detrimental to yourself and your baby mm-hmm. and other people, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna check you on if I really love you. If I really if love I you, I really love you. But a lot of people back, don't like that. Because they don't love oh. themselves. And I've been, I've been that person where it's like, yo, you don't, I don't, and then it's like they shied away. It goes back to loving yourself, like he just said. I love you enough to tell you when you fucking up. Yeah. Yeah. Craig, yeah. Craig can yeah. tell you that. Craig can tell you that all day. I tell his ass in a heartbeat. <laughs> he was what wrong that? for that shit. Hold he up. was wrong. Hold up. You already know. Hey, I'm the wise man. Love is revolutionary. Yeah. yeah. Love is revolutionary. Yeah. People don't understand that. You know. When you go to war for these babies, that's how much you love these babies. Yes, love. Yeah. That's the highest form. That's the highest form of love. You're not just going to shy away from it like, I don't want to get into that. Okay, nah, real love is going to put you in a position where you're going to risk everything to make sure that you do whatever you have to do for anybody. Anybody. That's what true love is. Yeah, whether they respect you or they don't, you know right. what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, I don't. If you can't be in my tribe, if I can't tell you when you're wrong, because I want you yeah. to tell me yeah. when I'm wrong, because we got to be together and yeah. we got to stand up. Yeah. For so that and so and that's how we're gonna change circumstances yeah. when we have the the women and the men doing that to the people that's around them. Yeah, that's right. how we I change agree. circumstances. Yeah. Because uh, uh, like. And amongst like amongst all of our groups and our circles and stuff, there's a lot of fear going on. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of fear of constructive criticism and there's a lot of fear of giving constructive criticism because of how the person might react to you. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But like you like you're saying, if you love yourself, you know what I'm saying, you're not afraid of, you know, the sticks and the stones and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Because you can give 
you can give reputable reputable information to somebody and tell them like, yo, this is this is jacked up, dog. You need to change, and them throw throw heat back at you, and you be cool about it. Like, okay, but at least you know. Because yeah. yeah. iron sharpens iron. If they yeah, throwing exactly. heat back like that, yeah. then you don't have yourself a friend. You you have to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, get away from people like that. Or else to, right, you have to. So and real talk, if we're talking about war, if the troops, if somebody is in your platoon and yeah. you're like, yo, fam, you need to do this. You need to do this. You jamming up on this. And you want to commit mutiny And you want to be upset? You want to commit mutiny? You about to get us killed. You <laughs> <laughs> to get us killed. And they have right. to go. Yeah. They have to go. Yeah. 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 Oh. You risking our lives now. Yeah. The punishment for mutiny is death. <laughs> Straight liability. Yeah. You, you, liability. You, you, you have to go. You can't save them, bro. You no. Liabilities. No liabilities. You giving away opposition. You giving away opposition. Contingencies. We are Link. We are at risk. At risk. We're at risk. Mm. You giving away opposition. You gotta go. Yeah. We gotta keep gotta. going that way. Yeah. That is the truth. <laughs> My man left. Shut your ass up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like, I like that. That's real. <laughs> you gotta go, bro. You gotta go. Oh, <laughs> I like that right there. Oh man. Uh all right, so um Mike is messing up a little bit. So to kind of get back to just to switch gears, I guess, for the last aspect of everything for the whole episode for now, because I know it's another one coming. I already know we're going to be back. Oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so I, wanna, I just want to go back to how we keep talking about self. Mm. So from <laughs> self-hatred, self-defeat. Oh, yeah, that's true. That is, yeah, boy. So I, I, um, I got a feeling where this is going to go. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. No, no, it's 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 kind of just just trying to give listeners uh, a starting point, right? So you have a lot of people that that always ask them, themselves this question: Where do I begin with that? Everybody says self, 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 self. What do I do? So one thing I've done from the last episode to now, I, I've done a lot of research on myself, and I've done a lot of meditating, and I've done. Um, like small things like speaking to my ancestors. Matter of mm-hmm. fact, Craig, you have a song called Ancestors. Your your particular song, I have actually been listening to almost every day because of your lyrics in there. It, it it drives so it just drives the point home of everything. And if you know, with your permission, I'll I let everybody listen to it. We might even attach it to the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. But that aside, um. When it comes to meditating, what is the best way to begin with meditation for the person who may not have ever done it? Let me say this real fast. We're going to get to the context real quick. Mm-hmm. And when you say um, about how do we start with self-love for ourselves, mm-hmm. the first thing that you have to do, don't worry about meditation until who you stop you? poisoning yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can't even meditate accordingly mm-hmm. if you continue to take chemicals inside of your body that was created in the lab to make sure mm-hmm. that you can't do all those things. Mm-hmm. You can't be spiritual mm-hmm. until we mm. screen our body of these toxins and poisons. Because remember, now these people are working diligently 24 hours a day mm-hmm. while we're watching No Look Passes, Loving Hip Hop, and Atlanta Housewives. <laughs> these people are in labs making sure that they have chemicals mm-hmm. that make sure that, that cut us off, that sever our connection mm-hmm. to spirituality. 
This is why, you know, I think we got into it before. The ch- after church, they go feed you the food that's not good for you. Mm-hmm. So we have to first eliminate the toxins in the body to truly be spiritual. Do the detox. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. You have yeah. to. You yeah. can't skip stages up this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. these people go hard. Mm-hmm. They've been studying us for thousands of years. They're going off a blueprint mm-hmm. that's been passed to them to make sure that they continue to keep their boot on your neck. Yeah. So, and they got yeah they got teams of these people too. Right. Yeah. This, this is yeah. what this is why they give you sports. So yeah. when we're paying attention to the sports and all this other distraction, these they people are working in labs to make sure yeah. that we never reach that connection. Because when we reach that connection, it is a wrap. Done. It, and that's where we started. Just decreasing the toxins inside of the body. That's first and foremost the first thing you can do. And you know, in order to effectively control a people, they have to sever your senses. Mm-hmm. This is why we can't see. This is why we can't hear. This is why we can't taste and touch. Mm-hmm. You in a dark room and don't know which way to go. And no intuition. Mm. No intuition. So that's the first place we have to go is decrease the toxins in the body. And then I guarantee you, you're going to start to feel better. Your dreams are coming together. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. all those things are coming together. When you see that, yep. you know, you're decreasing the toxins. You know, you become, I'm telling you, automatically you become, you know what I'm saying, more spiritual. Mm-hmm. And then you'll say, well, damn, if, if that, just take decreasing the toxins in my body made me more spiritual, then, then I realized that these people are trying to kill me. Yeah. Start right there, and then everything else will fall into place. And that's through, you know, my experience. And then many other mm-hmm. people who come through the store, because once we screen, you know what I'm saying, we show them the things to do to screen their body, then they be like, they come back in and be like, I can, I'm dreaming. Yeah. You know, yeah. my memory yeah. is coming back. Yeah. My concentration is coming back. Yeah. Those are yeah. all the things. Your eyesight comes back. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's nothing better than breathing. Breathing is the foundation of living. That's why the first thing you, that happens when you come in the store, we help you breathe. Because once you can breathe, then all else falls in place. Yeah. I mm. mean, I, I can admit for myself, that's one thing that I have realized. Like, within the last two weeks, I have been able to dream a little more vividly, you know, mm. through certain practices and detoxing and things like that. I've gone off the rails a few times. I, I won't even lie about that. But I, I have seen a shift, and I felt it. It, it feels different. Mm. <laughs> it's great, you know, when yeah, it's yeah. increased the toxins because yeah. the toxins that they put in our food, air, and our water, it, it attaches itself to the pineal gland. Mm-hmm. And the pineal gland controls our, you know, our dreams, yeah. you know what I'm saying, our memory, you know. And once you, you know, decalcify the pineal gland and nourish it, then you will see how everything starts to fall in place. So now you can manifest the things and send out information to the cosmos accordingly. Because if you think of it like this, if you know that these people have been studying you, and then they, we, we are, for the most part, we are all antennas, mm-hmm. right? So those pyramids that set up around the world are no more than antennas. Like, you know, they, they mimic us. Yeah. So... If they poison you on a daily basis, then you can't send out the correct information mm-hmm. or receive it. Mm-hmm. So you're yep. just like mm-hmm. a, a radio station with static. Mm-hmm. Nobody can hear you mm-hmm. right. until you turn the dial and get to that station. So now I can hear <laughs> that was you. Profound. Yeah, yeah, that was I profound. I can hear you clearly yeah. now. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now you're putting out the right information and receiving the correct information. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about. 
making sure that you're not putting out the proper information to the cosmos and you're not receiving and you're not manifesting, you know what I'm saying, the way you're supposed to. And I think it's crazy. Pretty much summing that up is it's so simple. It's just that's the most simple thing to do. Just detox. Yeah. Like just mm-hmm. stop what you yeah. what you've been doing. Stop what you, well, you yeah. know what? It's <laughs> not that simple when you have people been studying you for yeah. a long time. Right. Exactly. We, we mm-hmm. wish it was that simple. Yeah. These people yeah. they have their ways. Mm-hmm. You know, they put this chemical, the same types of chemicals that's in our food, is the same kind of chemicals that's in, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. the candy that's in crack. Right, yeah. it's addictive. That's it's why addictive. Saying, people yeah. don't understand that. That's why when you, you know, like you went off the rails. Cause yeah, yeah. Because you wanted it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like that, the that answer itch. is right there. Carrying it out is always going to be the challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The same, the same yeah. chemicals that's in the candy that triggers the mind, mm-hmm. for like the addiction is the same chemicals that's inside the food. Yeah. And, and, and this stuff is highly addictive. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it makes people, when they come in the store, like, this food is so good. Hell, I might die. Like, mm. like you don't want to change your life? I ain't giving this shit up. Right. Like, I'm not giving this up. Like, look. You, bird? I gotta give up the bird? you don't give this up, you, you have, it's a chance that you can, you know what I'm saying, you can make a transition. Yeah. And they say, well, I don't know about giving that up. Well, well, can that I, has right. to be powerful. Yeah. Well, can I get something that yeah. at least tastes like it? <laughs> for you to be in the balance of whether you're going to give your life for the taste of food. Mm. Well, I, that I is mean, powerful. I mean, I just can't get past the taste. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and that's how. You're laughing. That's yeah. Right. That's, that's the how, truth. Brother Daniel, that's right. not yeah. the easiest thing. Like, yeah. remember now, yeah. these people are working. Yeah. I've seen, there are folks that, that, that react violently, mm-hmm. damn near violently, yeah. Yeah. With, yeah. with their body shifting. There was a sister that had come in, in the store and she had taken um, something. Um, she had taken a cosmic colon for Oh man, I took that. Oh. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Hey, we love it. Yeah, I mean, I, but, but see, I, I've taken it. I've taken it twice. Mm-hmm. First time, Prince told me, "Is the nastiest thing you'll ever take, but mm-hmm. it'll work. It's, it definitely worked." And now I'm to the point that I, it's 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 nothing. I'm I'm in disagreement with it being as the nastiest it's thing. Black seed is is repulsive. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it but it does work. Yeah, but it, it does. But it, it does ooh, work. Man. Yeah. And but, the, and, the, and the key is, I'm sorry, brother Kim, for interrupting. Go ahead, fam. I want to say this before I forget. The key is just reprogramming your taste. Yes. Buds because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, everything that tastes good to us is most of the time it's going to be deadly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's like you know our parents didn't know any better, but they programmed our taste buds for death. Look. Mm-hmm. So what we do, we pass down to the babies. Also, mm-hmm. we program their taste yeah. buds for death. So that's why we have to sever these generational curses mm-hmm. right there. Yeah. That is so funny. Because my friends, they always like, you eat. WP snacks, so that's white people snacks because the stuff that I eat. They white like, people snacks. <laughs> so, so wait, so when so when they being healthy, be associated with being white people? That's just what they say because the they they the want fried chicken or they the want they want oh, okay. the bad stuff. But who they got it from? They, they got it from us. They got it from us. So they stole our white people snacks. And yes. turn white people snacks. Mm-hmm. So our healthy stuff that I eat, my friends be like, oh. So they grew nasty on the land, right? So they grew nasty on the land. Like today, I posted my dates. I eat my dates yeah, every day. Oh, yeah. So I eat my three they to four dates in my in my juice. Did you Did you bring any dates? No, I didn't bring. Them. Damn. <laughs> I'm sorry. Shame, shame on you. Back in class. 
<laughs> it's crazy, like how people think about the taste. Because, like now, because I'm switching, I'm I'm converting. I I've stopped eating all the meats and stuff like that, and been trying to eat more plant based and uh, mm-hmm. vegan and vegetarian. I won't call myself that or label myself. Oh, that. Don't right. identify yourself. That's why. Right. Right. Yeah. Just and let I them feel, know I'm, that you're for survival. Don't I, don't y'all individualize y'all yourself. You're for survival. You know you're gonna do what it takes okay, to survive. So yeah. See, we are. You we are healthy. <laughs> You're not dieting. You're healthy, healing, healthy. You're not yeah, dieting. That's the lifestyle. That's the everybody's like, are you vegan? Are you vegetarian? It's like, bro, I'm individualism. I'm, 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 I'm a eating. person who likes to I'm eat healthy. I'm eating, that's it. I'm <laughs> eating. I'm eating to I'm live. Eating. I'm eating to live. Yeah. Like everybody has to have want. a label or a title for what they are, what they that's do. Correct. It's like, bro, I just like to eat healthy, bro. But any, anyway, since I've been doing that. Um, Everything has changed, and like my taste, but taste is so much different. Like a lot of vegetables and fruits and stuff, like I used to didn't couldn't stand like spinach. I could not stand spinach, bro. But I will tear some spinach up now. Yeah, and look at some chicken. All right, Papa. Like 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 now, I can't even look at chicken the same way because I look at it as a, a a body part. You know what I'm saying? It's like. Think, I think about it as like as if I was hu- eating a human. It's like it's not. It's it's nasty. You know, man, stop, it's blood. Stop. Bones. It ain't like eating a human, man. It's just <laughs> you know. It's just uh, some flesh, man. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and and it's very important it's that you do so. <laughs> You think about, I'm an animal lover as well. You think about what they do to these animals. It's like, this is a being, you know? This animal is not placed here for you to humiliate and mangle and strangle and torture and break. Like, you're destroying things that are making this earth better. Like, you know what I'm saying? They treat people... they treat people worse, that family. Yeah. That's they, your ancestors. That's, it's, it's the ancestors you, and they treat your people ancestors. worse. If you don't know nature, you don't know yourself. Yeah. Exactly. And, 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 exactly. and that's what it's all about. It's very important that, you know, we understand and understand that, and we don't. You know, that is, for the most part, when you are eating these animals, mm. you are destroying the future. Mm-hmm. And it was intended, you know what I'm saying, for that to happen. You destroy the future because... The animals, they have a job in the ecosystem also. Yeah. So when you're eating certain animals, they can't do their role. They can't play their role in, the, you know, a part of the ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that's just, a, you know, that's just the way yeah. it is. Yeah. And you then have they, to think you know, about that. All this talk about food is making me hungry. <laughs> and, and like I said, and you know, and it's very important that we do so in this time because all compromised immune systems mm. will perish. Yes. Yeah. At this yeah. point, Facts. all compromised immune systems will perish. So mm. regardless if it's COVID, which is something that they made up in the first place, because if it wasn't no COVID, you'd be still dying at the same rate because mm-hmm. of what you eat mm-hmm. on a daily basis. Wait a minute. So you mean, okay, nobody has high blood pressure no more? That's right. Every other disease <laughs> went away since COVID. What happened to diabetes? What happened to diabetes? <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody getting no more STDs? Well, what happened to the flu? <laughs> Ain't it flu You're season? You celebrate cancer. You get your flu shot. <laughs> no, you get your corona shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything vanished when COVID stepped on the scene. Wow. That's amazing. But see, people have to realize that we still had these expressions, and we've been, you know, having these certain behaviors and eating a certain food for all this time, and you don't expect it's no, you don't think it's no repercussions for all that. Mm-hmm. You know, your body been telling you the whole time, but we don't know. This is why it's so critical to know your history. This is what we do uh, as, 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 far, as, as far as in Comedic Science Institute. Like, this is the culture. The culture teaches you how to survive. 
you know, mm. and it's a political, social, and economic necessity for mm. you to know to to not know anything about your culture. Because if you don't know anything about your culture, then you don't know that you eat poison on a daily basis and call it food. Right. And you are yeah, you ensuring gotta... that other people are going to survive and you are not. And they're the ones yeah. holding the keys to your future of surviving. That's right. And they're holding the keys yeah. to what you're going to teach your babies on how to kill themselves. I keep going back to that because this is what is Comedic Science Institute was derived to save babies. And I want to say this real fast so the listeners will know how we, uh, how comedic science, you know, come about. Um, for the most part, you know, with, with, with all the other traumas that we go through, you know what I'm saying, on a daily basis, um, I had someone that kept me away from my son. So when that happened, that was trauma to me. So what I did was I went in a room and I studied. I studied myself, and when I studied myself, I realized how dysfunctional and insane I was. So once I identified that, I knew that everybody else is a reflection of me. And once mm. I realized that everybody was a reflection of me, I knew the help that everybody needed in the community just by knowing mm. me. And then I mm. knew how much that these babies were suffering because I knew how much I was suffering. So this, yeah. store, this store is no more than the few, what I go through, my suffering, I channel that into few and will risk everything to save these babies. Because now I have to look at the babies. Because you have to look at it like this also. I can't take my child and neglect other, other children because I realize how tired we are as people. So if I take my child and give my child all the tools that's needed and then I neglect the other kids of the community, then those kids are going to be the one that come get my child. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. we have to realize as parents how important each parent is and how vital and imperative the father is and the mother is in their natural state. Okay, and so even to this day, I have problems with you know what I'm saying seeing my son. But this is what we are we're, we're here to crack the codes to educate the women. We have the classes to educate the women. We have the classes to educate the men, because you have to be dysfunctional and insane to not allow a parent to be a part of their child's life, not knowing that you are killing your child in their footsteps and have no idea. Man, I agree to that. Yeah, what a way that to end a whole it! Lot. Oh my goodness! So, ah, well, to sum it all up, I can't sum any of it up. He just did, but just so everybody knows, you know, this is your shout out for the actual institute where everybody can know they can reach you at. This is your, this is all you right now. <laughs> I appreciate you know y'all coming to the store and showing love. Um, and definitely y'all have to come back We appreciate the community for showing love I appreciate, you know, Brother Kim Brother Twan um, Brother, Sh you know, Sister Siobhan uh, Sister Jazz uh, My niece Sonny My mom and dad We all play a part And, you know, also, you know, my sister uh, We all play a part in making the wheels turn um, And it's so much more that we're coming with for the community I can show you better than I can tell you what we're going to do. Mm. 
You know, I can, you mm-hmm. know me, I can speak all day, but I say, don't believe nothing. I say, just watch my actions. Yeah. You know, and like I said, for the most part, I appreciate, you know, all the love and people know that it took a while for people to understand that comedic is authentic and, you know, we're coming regardless. And this is a war and we know it. So what we laugh about in the story is we're going out the back door blazing because if you Dang. know that people are coming to kill you anyway, why not fight? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be ready for the fight. <laughs> that is the truth. Yeah, they, if they coming for you anyway, they mm-hmm. always send right, an assassin yeah. and then they kill the assassin. Yeah. Yeah. After, yeah. after they've done their job. Yeah. After they've done their job, yeah. they yeah. always yeah. double back and kill the assassin. Yeah. So, I, you know, yeah. what we say is if your food, air, and your water is being poisoned on a daily basis, why not fight? Yeah. There's no vote that's going to save you from that, from right. your air, exactly. your food, and your water being poisoned on a daily basis. Uh, it's all up to you. That's right. It's that's all up to us. <laughs> it's what we're going to do. That's true. I think what I think what Brother Prince um, uh, forgot to mention that we are at 1001 <laughs> East WT Harris Boulevard. Y'all know they fighting, okay? So uh, come say in. One more time, brother. Say one, one more time. Uh, 1001 East WT Harris Boulevard, Suite S, as in Sam. Come come see us. We're there. Um, we're there for you. We'll, we'll greet you with open arms. Yeah, I appreciate that. And also check us out on IG at. Comedic Science Institute without the underscore after it that is a fraudulent account please report thank you alright hey with that being said this is your boy Comedic Energy hey girl Golden Prince One Brother Twan Brother Kim Charday. your boy Craig Newford <laughs> peace out people hey, we should fade out like that like that <laughs> Damn, I wish everybody would have did it. Nah. <laughs> this show was produced by Livewire Sound Entertainment. If you're looking to rent premium sound equipment for your next concert or podcast at a low price, go to www.livewiresoundent.com. <laughs>